from KQED. From KQED News, I'm Andrea Kissick with Quest, our weekly look at Northern California's science and environment. Peer into San Francisco's bay, and you probably won't see much thanks to the murky water the bay is known for. But over the past decade, scientists have made a surprising discovery. The bay's water is clearing. As Lauren Summer reports, clearer water is not always good news. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Alcatraz. Thank you Hundreds of tourists are pouring off the ferry onto Alcatraz Island today. But two of the passengers aren't here for the historic prison. They're staying on the dock. Uh, station number? Yeah. 37, 49, 38. David Schulhammer is a hydrologist for the U.S. Geological Survey. He's collecting samples of the bay's water to see how much mud he can find. The term we prefer is to call it suspended sediment. Uh, okay, suspended sediment. It's the reason the bay's water is so cloudy. You can think of it as the little microscopic rocks that are floating in the water. They tend to want to settle on the bottom, but the currents, the tides, and the waves we see out here keep those particles suspended in the water column. Shulhammer and colleague Paul Buchanan pull up a gauge that measures water clarity. Right there? Okay, 6.7 feet. This is one of 10 sites around the bay where USGS scientists gather data, and they've been doing it for quite some time. 18 years of every three weeks coming out here, rain or shine. About 10 years ago, Shulhammer noticed something strange in these samples. The bay's water was becoming clearer after more than a century of murkiness. Back in the 1800s, late 1800s, during the gold rush, uh, the gold miners used essentially fire hoses and water cannons to literally wash down mountainsides to extract the gold from the sediment. The mining sent massive pulses of earth from the Sierra foothills into the watershed. About 250 million cubic meters of sediment deposited in the bay. That's enough mud, rock, and sand to fill 36 million dump trucks. Schulhammer says it had a huge impact on the bay's equilibrium. The natural balance of sediment flowing in from rivers and streams and sediment flowing out the Golden Gate due to erosion. It really threw everything out of whack because there was so much extra sediment. Now we're actually coming toward a new equilibrium in the bay where the hydraulic mining pulse is finally 130 years after it started working its way out of the system. Today, the bay's water is about 30 percent clearer than it was 10 years ago. That could help some fish species that depend on phytoplankton, the microscopic plants at the base of the food chain that grow better in water where more sunlight can get through. But for other ecosystems, clearer doesn't always mean better. So we're at China Camp State Park, right on the edge of San Pablo Bay. And we're on the upper part of a salt marsh. On the water's edge in San Rafael, University of San Francisco professor John Calloway and researcher Evan Borgness are taking core samples of this soggy wetland by pulling up a thick aluminum tube that they've sunk into the mud. So we just slowly push. <laughs> it's stuck. <laughs> that is some serious mud. Yeah. Yeah. The foot-and-a-half mud core they pull up holds layers of the marsh's history. So this is probably 150 or maybe 200 years' worth of sediment. This thick mud is key, says Callaway, for a wetland survival. With every high tide, these marshes are built up by sediment they trap from the water. That compensates for the elevation they're losing. These soils are sort of soft, so they consolidate over time. And they're doing it very slowly, but they, they still sink a few millimeters, a millimeter every year. 
Less sediment in the bay could spell trouble for wetlands. That's because scientists are predicting that sea level rise will inundate these tidal marshes over the next century. And with 80% of the bay's wetlands already gone, well, that's a concern. The big question is how much will it go up in the future? If it goes up to four to five millimeters, probably most wetlands will keep pace with that. But if suspended sediments drop significantly in the bay and it goes up to four or five or six, then, it, then it, that could really have some negative impacts. Wetlands are home to all sorts of plants and animals, from egrets to harbor seals and fish. But they also do another job, protecting shoreline development from being flooded by storm surges. Wetlands actually are really good at helping us to cope with an expanding bay. Steve Goldbeck is with the Bay Conservation and Development Commission, a state agency that regulates development around the Bay. He says key places like Oakland and San Francisco airports are right in the path of rising waters. What wetlands do is they can absorb those peak storm surges, those waves that are rolling in. When they hit the wetland, it knocks down the wave peaks. Goldbeck says restoration projects will be key to rebuilding marshes. But that requires a lot of sediment. Right now, millions of cubic yards of sediment are dredged in the bay to keep shipping channels clear. Goldbeck's agency is looking at how to use that material better now that sediment is becoming a valuable resource. For Quest, I'm Lauren Summer, KQED News. To see a map of wetland restoration projects around the bay, head to our website. That's at kqed.org quest. Major funding for Quest is provided by the National Science Foundation and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting with additional support from the Richard and Rhoda Goldman Fund.